Yo, what up people? Welcome to another episode of the Cancel Me podcast. We are now in the season 2 finale. This is episode 40. What do y'all want to say it? What is this episode titled? Fathers in the hood, nigga. Issue like robbing hood. But instead we <laughs> Fathers hood. Yeah, yeah fathers hood. Issue, yeah. I like that, I like that. You know, we'll we'll be back in due course, but for now let's enjoy the ride at hand. So in saying that, let me introduce the CMP panel. So, first of all, my name is Henzo. This is I, this is me, and you are hearing this voice by choice. Uh-huh. All right, you know, standard. <laughs> hey, is it, wait, is it, is it? Okay, never mind. I'll, I'll leave that question for later. But oh. as we move on, I've got another third of the Cancel Me podcast, you know. You know, by now, the man who sits months ablaze you know the man the man with the lava footsteps you know we got in here the aries dawn aka lungelo speaks to the people my brother yo 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 what's up everyone this is lungelo Nibuna, aka the aries dawn and welcome to the cancel me podcast and then <laughs> You might you might hear a few words here and there from MK, you know, he's in the back. But you know, we have the elusive man here as our final third of the Cancel Me podcast. Unlike others, he leaves no footsteps, you know. A man of by many names, but also one. We have MK. Speak to the people, my guy. What's good, y'all? This is MK, the man of many words. We're in this building, ready to get this episode to get it. But before we strap off like a good pilot, I got to remind y'all of the standard cautionary procedure. We're about to enter into the minds of three young black men in Africa. It's a little wild over here, you know? It's a little crazy. It's not completely a jungle. There's some order, some society, some reasoning, but it's mostly just... <laughs> it's mostly just wilderness and shit. So yeah, strap in, but be prepared for whatever you may find. We're not so sure ourselves. And if you're not prepared to hear, to find out how we see the world around us and shit, you're invited to cancel me. Let's get it. Hey, nice. I like that. And with that being said, you know the agenda. We got an insert. Then we got topic number one, topic number two, and topic number three. So with that being said, let's get straight into the insert. So, gents, I have something a bit different for y'all this time round. And I just want to pick your brains, you know, so this might expand your mind, piss off your mind, or give you some tunnel vision for the day. But basically, what I want to ask you is, has society diluted the concept of consequence? What is the consequence? So... Let me let me let me let me rephrase that in another context. So what I'm basically asking you is like, you know, this politically correct cloud that has come over us in recent recent ages. I like how people are saying like, oh, this generation is so sensitive. It's so soft. 
and how they're changing a lot of sort of rules that are spoken and unspoken just to make room for everyone, if that makes sense. <laughs> so one example would be like how how some people are complaining about how kids shouldn't be getting participation medals and shit in school. Other people... <laughs> And then on the other end, some people are saying that um, the the baby mama and baby daddy thing in black culture is too celebrated and it shouldn't be because like, you know, because they've, they've labeled it now as co-parenting, as so they say. Oh. And people, people are pushing against that. These are just a few examples. And then how everyone as well is saying, hey, everyone can be a king, like... Because now it's removing consequence for people who choose either not to work hard or whatever, but then they can still be qualified to have these titles. So yeah, so I want to know what you guys think. So come at come at it whatever angle you want to. Um, so I feel like I feel like it's kind of <laughs> that you've tossed out yeah. into a murky river, and let's see what fish we catch. So, <laughs> I don't know, dog. I feel like I get what you're saying to a degree. Like, yeah, like the participation award. Yeah. <laughs> the participation awards, for example. I don't know if people should get participation awards because I don't know if the point of doing something should necessarily be the award you expect to get. That's how a dog's mind works. That's how you train a dog. I don't know if that's how you should be training yourself. It's very weird. It leaves you open. <laughs> it's weird, dog. Like, you're just doing yeah. this thing because you're going to get this reward afterwards. Like, why don't you do something you just enjoy doing? Then you don't need a reward, you know? So, Thanks. I don't know, man. What I'm trying to get at is I feel you. We're trying to reward everything. We're trying to make everything acceptable and be as tolerant and broad-minded as possible. And it's just the question of, like, is that really, yeah, does that eliminate consequences as you place it? Mm. Hmm. I'm just thinking out loud over here. Because, because, let me say this, if you don't have any losers, as per se, what would be the incentive for winning? So, essentially, you'll be removing, because, like, why would people want to try hard and be the best? If that is the case, because then, you know, you can just try a little bit harder and then you'll. Be. Yeah. So, yeah. So all I got to do is try and you're basically close to number one. Mm, exactly. Because like number one will be like, how, bruh, like I work my ass off and these motherfuckers get, get some silverware as well. <laughs> like just for participating. It's like, damn, like you don't even really. So you're trying to stand out, but you can't even stand out. That's basically what I'm trying to get at. Hey, this basically goes against <laughs> the message of every Disney movie ever released ever. I hope you're yeah. aware. <laughs> I hope you're but aware. Disney is a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> so I'm just saying, this ain't just... a conversation for the kids anyway, bro. So, you know, only hey, the man. kids need Disney. 
A lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people. Hey man, I'm not gonna get into that. That actually. And the Christian faith yeah. forms as a well. A lot of people, a lot of people use. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, this is a lot of communities which were antithesis. But okay. I feel you, bro. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel like. But then this this cause like it brings me to a point where like I start questioning just like the, the way that we're living in shit, you know, where it's like certain mm. people with the best qualities they get rewarded for having those qualities, those rewards you measure them mostly monetarily and in terms of like other stuff, like how people look at them, you know, like if a nigga wins a big fight, not only is he gonna get a million a million bucks, but he's also gonna get a million baddies in his DMs. <laughs> That's how this shit works. <laughs> That's how yeah. this shit works. You gain social influence, yeah. you gain sexual influence. It's all linked and tied and shit. So it's like trying to give those rewards, right? Those emotional and social rewards, which we give each other for having these qualities. Trying to give them out for every quality. Does that make the reward meaningless? I feel like it does, bro. I feel like I have to agree yeah. with you. With some reluctance <laughs> and with some forbearance to the powers that be on this, like, sort of idea. But I have yeah. to agree with you, dog. Like, it's just... Yeah, then what's the point? Like, if, if everybody's going to get rewarded anyway, then what's the point of trying to stand out? Like, what's the point? Like... <sighs> yeah, it's dire. Hey. Sounds very mean. Sounds very mean. <laughs> That's the best I could say. Yeah, it sounds I know, very mean. But we we just have to we have to remain objective. Like you can't obviously like there's a bit of emotion and we feel because like yeah I also wanted to get into that but I'll save it for next season about the th- the thing the saying. emotion that chows men the most. They can only be yeah. one winner. No, that's not necessarily what I'm saying because it's still first, second, third. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Then now you have fourth. There have to be losers. That's what he's saying. What he's saying is there have to be a few losers. Actually, there have to be a lot of losers. That's the point of a competition. (laughs) One winner, many losers. That's how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) But, (laughs) but what I'm saying is. The point, the reason it's like that is to highlight. It's to highlight exactly how crazy what the first person did. Yeah. Like it's not something that's easily achievable. But now society's telling everyone that everything is achievable. So I'm trying to see where does that get us? Like, what is that leading to? And it, you know, in this sensitive age, as well as I said consequence has been removed so there's like i'm sure there's a lot of things that you guys look at and you're like damn like these certain people can get away with this but like Vince McMahon. these other people can't and things like that <laughs> i'd just like to get this out the way yeah, but this so, man's crimes are far too many what happened i'm saying his crimes are far too many <laughs> Vince yeah <McMahon. laughs> His crimes are far too many. If he did any of that shit now, oh, that we, what he used to do back you, then, you, if he did it now, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's wild. Reminds me of Leon Schuster. But I have a question: How do you always feel about? <laughs> how do you always feel about blackface? Like, real question. Like, since we're here, 
Like, how do you niggas, how do you Oaks Giants brothers feel about blackface? The thing is, yeah, because the thing is, with this blackface, there come stereotypes of what black people are like in the perspective of the white man. So it is weird. It is a weird concept. It's very, you know, you know, it's exactly what you said last, um, I think it was episode 37 or so. You remember when you did, when you try to do that um, Indian accent and it's like, yo, I'm not being racist. I'm just very bad at it. And I feel like, what? I feel like, <laughs> I feel, yeah, I, I just, what I feel like is like, it's racist when you don't even when you do something you don't even know the people or try to understand them like there there are few um white comedians who make black jokes but you can tell that the things they joke about they have an understanding upon it and they respect certain things like you won't just go there like that's the thing and then it's like it's also dependent on what obviously the race you're portraying allows as well like you can't be trying to make jokes of like some super super traditional stuff like you saw what happened with the wound that wasn't even jokes but it was like it was was a film yeah so i'm saying so i'm what i'm getting at is like at least if you if you go i don't know like live with the people or like show some sort of respect to that culture and where, uh, people that you're trying to portray but then that's why that's my biggest issue with as Longello said with blackface it's too stereotypical and it's like white thoughts on black people it's not like there's no basis there and it goes very left and then you meet you know when you encounter people and they think like you'll be a certain way yeah. and that's where that comes from because it's like they've been fed stereotypes their whole life and they think, oh, this black dude's going to be like this. Oh, I can't wait for him to say some nigga shit. Okay. And then you're like, yo, I'm chilling. You're like, I'm chilling. You're like, yo. I feel you. Yeah. See, I feel like this entire conversation is, is, is the, it's the antichrist to creativity, bro. Because, yes, I understand paying um, respect to people's cultures and all of that. But at the end of the day, as, like, a creative dude... Like, so basically what you're saying is you can never write a story about, like, with the Japanese dude. Like, you can never write a story about some dude living in the 1600s. You can never pretend to be some dude living in the 1600s. Like, not even, like... Not even, like... How do I say this? For... Not for fun, necessarily, but not even for, like, non-professional purposes. Like, just socially... I can say this... Socially, it would just be... I can say this. I can say as a creative, we're, we have the luxury to create our own worlds because all the worlds that we create don't hold the same rules that it did. Because, like, yeah, even people oh, who so write blackface about the in 1700s movie. and shit... How oh, blackface in a movie? Yeah? Blackface in a movie, different rules? What does that mean? No, I mean, like, then by that logic, blackface in a movie would be acceptable because yeah. then, it, like, it's in the rules of the movie. Nah. Yeah, how hands are. Well, it, w- it would depend if you, made, if you made the black people a different type of people. That's when it would be acceptable. 
because I didn't even finish my statement. Right. <laughs> I didn't even finish my statement. I was saying, because right. 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 I was going to say, even people who do movies from the 1700s don't get it completely correct. That's why even those movies, like, do you seriously be, believe Django, there was a nigger riding around terrorizing white people? Like, yeah, I know there's one, two stories of, like, free men who are doing a few wild things, but do you think, like, Django was single-handedly busting down plantations? <laughs> that's what i'm saying like you can apply it but then you have to make it in a sense that like um because it's just like district nine district nine you can see it's basically black people but they just made it aliens <laughs> they were like yo the aliens and foreigners and shit yeah they even had the they same just, greeting they, they even had the same greeting in avatar exactly. they were like what does your greeting means it means I see you. You translate that to Zulu. That's literally Sarwan. I was like, hell, my face. Imagine why you're making us these weird ass <laughs> blue ass aliens with these big ass <laughs> eyes and these weird like. Go with Sarwan, Go like we see. <laughs> I watched the shit. I was like, hell. Imagine. <laughs> 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 I was like, man, Jay. <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah. oh shit! Oh no, shit! Yeah. <laughs> it's just a curious thought. It's just a curious thought. Yeah. Oh, that I don't know, man. I just feel like people should be able to say, like, I feel like I feel like first of all, people have a bad view of stereotypes. Stereotypes aren't a bad thing. We all operate according to stereotypes. That's how. That's the only way we know how to work in this world. Like if I tell you, like, you, like if I ask you for your idea of a girl, you're gonna give me a stereotype of a girl, like a generic girl. It's just this Luke's idea in your head. It's nothing specific, you know. Stereotypes. Not like, like, like what I'm saying is stereotypes are fine as long as we understand they're not the whole picture. The problem becomes when people yeah. try to make the stereotype like, no, this is the truth and this is what it is. If you meet a black person and you try to act like, I don't know, super thuggish or whatever, and you see it doesn't work out, then that's a good point to realize, oh, okay, that's not how it is. Then you see where you do connect. You know, stereotype is just the starting ground. It's not where you're supposed to end. Yeah, and I just feel like... That's the thing. I feel like people are immature. Why, why dudes don't stop, though? <laughs> like, oh, like when they hit you with the thuggery and then you're like aye, aye. and then they keep it going and it's like damn dude <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not from Philly born and raised I wasn't playing basketball back in my days <laughs> like oh. but yeah sorry to cut you off keep going bro Hey man, I think that pretty much wrapped up the thought that I had. Fuck. But yeah, okay, let's circle back to your original intention. You asked us, what do we feel about consequence being removed in today's society? Uh, yeah, because in the olden days, you know in the olden days when someone used to insult you, like you hear these stories all the time from your uncles and shit. If somebody insulted you, it was simple. You just fought. Yeah. It was just you scrap on site, man. You're like, hey, yeah. like <laughs> that's yeah. how it was. Like not just in Africa. 
not just in Africa, you read Romeo and Juliet and shit, and niggas are like, what, you egg? They insult each other, and then it's like, ah, we duel. They whip out their swords, and they just fight to the death on the streets. And the ladies, they clap, like, yay! That's just how it was. Like, no, like, no, like, come... Yeah, <laughs> they make it sound fancy, but it is what it is. You know, it is what it yeah. is. So what I'm trying to say is like nowadays, I feel like you. It, nowadays, it's turning you look down upon to slap a nigga when you, when he when he's talking shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nowadays, you can't. Like I'm not saying I want to slap you. That's what I'm saying person. at all. Yeah, that's that's what's the, yeah. yeah. Like what I'm saying is nowadays, people generate. <laughs> People generally uh, appreciate <laughs> passivism and letting things go more than they do standing up for yourself. I feel like that's what it that's, looks like. That's we've been, what I want to nah. get to. We've been softened, gents. We've been moistened like a good sponge cake, nah. like a filet mignon. Yeah, because like no, that's why you see a guy can be a puss and he knows he can be that because he's going to get away with it. Because like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, dog. Like, yeah, I feel you. Because you can't even call them out for him. People can be like, ah, well, that's mean. Like, you know, like a common situation is like, say for, like, like, and sometimes this, this thinking puts us in weird situations. A common situation, say for example, like somebody, lend, like you lend somebody money, right? You give them money, like a thousand bucks. And then it's like, oh, uh, it's one week, two weeks later. You're like, oh, it's what's happening with a thousand bucks? Like you said, you paid back in three days. They're like, ah, oh, it's, you know, E-Wallet, EFT, give me two more weeks. And you're like, oh, okay, two more weeks, ghost. You don't find them. You don't, they don't text you. They don't nothing. Like if you ask a lot of people, what should you do in this situation? A lot of people will be like, it'll be rude to ask for your money back. You know, like, nah, you should, uh, yeah. That's how, a lot, that's how a lot of people operate. Like, hi, boy, now how can you do that? That's so mean. Like, being mean is generally frowned upon, is what I'm trying to get at. And I don't think it should yeah. be. Just, you know, like, sometimes you're going to do things that are inconsiderate to yeah. other people, whatever. Put yourself first. Get it out there. Yeah, sometimes you got to slap a nigga. Sometimes you got to make sure you get your money back. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. But, yeah, that, all that shit is generally frowned upon. So we don't, we, don't, we, we don't condone that over here. So, yes, that's, yes. Okay, for now, we'll leave it there. We'll come back to this in season three. Once we all let things settle in and just chill with our thoughts more. But then from that point, I think we can move into the main topics for today because we have quite a lineup for y'all. So, in saying that, welcome officially to episode 40, Fathers in the Hood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, gotta get the father laugh on. <laughs> so, so, I'm gonna be handling topic number one, MK, topic number three, Lunkelo, topic what? number two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Decided to switch it up on y'all. Okay. But okay. Um, <laughs> topic. <laughs> so, topic number one. Do you consider yourself good with children? Mm. Here's the thing. I consider myself good, but only with naughty children. Like, Damn. Yeah, I'm very, uh, like <laughs> I get along. Me, me and children who are like, I, I mean, naughty, like, 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 like restless you know like 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 troublesome like restless kids who break stuff 
and play with too many things. I'm, I'm, I'm excellent with those type of kids. <laughs> like kids who never know what to do with their hands and shit. Because I understand, you know, like I feel you. I'm like, nah, I know what you got to do. You just give them like the right toys and you just play with them and you ask them the right questions and you'll see them get absorbed into it in the most like interesting ways, you know? So mm. I was just like, yes. So I'm really good with like naughty, ki- naughty kids. That sounds good. Damn, that ain't me, bro. Naughty kids, I just give up, dog. I give up. Like, nah, I'm not giving this nigga no attention, man. Nah, they're little I'm like stressed. They're all nah, future. I like peas. I like peas, dog. They're all future. Nah, yo. I'm not trying to solve a Rubik's Cube, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga multi eye, dog. I'm mice. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Naughty kids are. Nah, he. see something special in them. And I won't lie, MK is right. They're all smart. They are smart. They're hey, very listen, smart. Just, just, just mm. listen. If you got like, if you got like a naughty kid, like a naughty boy, play ball with him for like thirty minutes, and then sit down, play a game of chess for like ten minutes. When he gets restless, just go play ball. All sitting between the two, the nigga will be chilling. He'll be chilling. He just needs his attention. That's a lot. That's a lot of activity and attention for one yeah. day, bro. It's a kid. It's a kid. So you just like so you just kick it. I know, but I'm just, just saying the same phone. market. Oh, okay. Like, why? Where, where his parents? Like, why am I? Oh, why are we playing ball. chess and ball all day? Like, okay. Oh, and now, nah, okay, let me let me be serious on the question. Um, do I consider my? I don't know. You know, you know what? Because obviously, I'm an uncle, bro. So I look after my niece from time to time. But it's not like. I look after her, look after her, you know what I mean? Like changing nappies and like cooking food. Oh, like no. I feed her, food I feed her, um, calm her down, yeah, 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 yeah. like let her run around, play shit, like put on her favorite show, like take her to walk around if she needs to do that. But like that's like an hour, two hours max. Like, so when, now what I'm getting to is when you say good with kids, because there's some things I won't do because I'm not her, like, dad or her parents. You know what I mean? Like, there are restrictions, there are restrictions to what I can do. So I don't know if, like, I've fully gauged my, my child-caring potential. Because I feel like only when you have your own kid, then you can see, like... Yo, that's when your patience gets tested for real. For yeah, because because like now nah. with your yeah. niece and nephews, now it's still you can return them niggas when they get troublesome. Like, nah, go back to your dad now. Exactly. <laughs> nah, but that's it's different yeah, with your parents. Like, yo, that your that child is stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, feel like, I feel like it is different. It. I feel like it is different because, like, I know for a fact my mom is very good with like babies and kids and other people's kids and shit. But I, but but, but, she, but she wasn't that good with like. Oh shit! <laughs> so yeah, I just feel like yeah, maybe a person. Yo, man. <laughs> I just feel Why like maybe. Uh... So Yo, but now, bro, I hear you. I hear this. I, I definitely hear this. Oh come on! It's like that show. What's that show? Um. What's that shit? Gomorra. You'll ever watch Gomorra. Yeah, so you got that kid. sir. 
And his parents is like a principal and a social worker. And I think Yo, early, early combo. on in the series, early on in the series, they're busy taking care of this other boy and the boy feels neglected and shit. That's the type of vibe that I'm trying to like. Oh, uh, so, like so Yeah, so naturally he goes and he smashes an older woman. You know, that's that's just what you got it. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. Uh, am I good with kids? Oh, it is what it is. Ah, it's not dark. It just it's okay. It just is what it is. Yeah. It just is what it is, you know. I'm trying. <laughs> And Lungelo, <laughs> what's your answer, bro? Am I good with kids? Mm. I feel like... Yeah, uh, I agree with what... Um, I think it was MK, or it was you. Someone said that you haven't really uh, unlocked that sort of side of you. That was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... You only use it like your nieces and your nephews. And if you see them, even if you do see mm. them every day, like you spend a couple of hours and then they're gone back to their parents and stuff like that. So from an yeah. uncle's perspective, I think I am pretty good with kids, but I don't know if, yeah, I can never fully answer the question until I have a child. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with yeah. that. Yeah. I'm a, yeah, because I ain't never been a babysitter. So. Yeah, if we if we're talking about gen like in general, like I don't think I'm the most approachable person. For I kids. am for some <laughs> reason. I don't know I, why. Oh snap! They come to bro, you. like random but kids like, at the wall. Like sometimes, yeah. like at a supermarket or some shit. Like they be playing around. You know, their mind wanders off. Then out of nowhere, they just look at me. Then they just wait for me to do something. You know that thing that kids do where they just stare at you? Ah, uh, me too, they're, actually. They just come through and they just look they at you. Stare, they stare at me, but, like, they don't, like... Because, like, my my girl, like, kids wave at her and smile and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, but they're like me. When they look at me, they just, like, stare. Yeah. <laughs> And then they like Stand. don't want to stop oh. staring. There's also this. Yeah. There's also this. This. this you know, like, like that sort of welcoming aura that they have. Like mm. you know when the kid just looks at you I and they. The yeah, you know, you know when the kid just looks at you, and they just smile and they sit there and they smile and you're like, damn, I can't, I can't mind mm. this kid. And let me just, let me just pull a funny face or some <laughs> shit to make a child laugh, make someone's day. Yeah. yeah. So they just sit there and they just look at you. They're holding their toy. Just looking up at you, waiting for you to like greet or whatever. Hey, you do something, then they get oh, shit. yeah. Maybe that's what I need to start doing because I just be staring. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's me with church kids, babies, dog. Man. That's me with church kids. I fucking hate church kids. What he wants? I hate church kids. Like I'm, I'm busy looking forward. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to the sermon, and I can just feel these eyes, bro. I can feel these eyes, and I'm like, bro. What are you looking at? Yeah. I get so angry, don't yeah. And you know when you try to show them like, that, yo, oh, like, you, for Jesus. you know when you try to show them, like, yo, stop looking at them. And you keep yeah. looking forward. And, and just... then when you look back, he's busy sucking his thumb. He's looking straight at you, dog. And like, yo, dog. Yo. Like, what you trying, what you hey. trying to get into? <laughs> what you trying to get into? It's like how, bro. <laughs> 
This one is stand with service right? and be like, yo, Mbuga and dog. Like, my phone, you can imagine you woke, <laughs> you woke up 7 a.m. to get here. Yeah, show mountain king about And you know, I think oh, I think it's super creepy in church because it's like, yo, I don't know if Jesus is in that baby stage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he have like that to Christ, bro? What's happening? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, Aish. Oh. So yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. You'd be like <laughs> church, bro. Shit. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Be like, yo, get you. But yeah, <laughs> be like, yo, get your man's dog. <laughs> <laughs> Please feed him yeah. some needle or something. Like. Yes, pa, your brother looking a little crazy right now. Then he look, brushes it off. <laughs> like, yo, dog, I said your brother looks like looking at me a little crazy, dog. Get your man's, my nigga. Stand up. Sort his ass out. This little kid wild. <laughs> But yeah. Tried to make it to the other side yeah, of the church, but one of the choir niggas jumped out the stage to come hold you back. <laughs> so, yo. You try to fight, you try to fight. Please. I think that answers the yeah. question do we consider ourselves good with kids? Nah. I think I think that answers the question. Kids talk nah. Ah, <laughs> right, never mind. I'll talk about it next time. No, 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 carry on. I'll talk about it in the next time. Yo. So topic number two. Uh, the next topic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Let me get my voice. Hold up. Topic two. <laughs> what's a good age for kids? What is, what's a good age for kids? That's topic two. Like a good age to have kids. Yeah. What's, the good, what's a good age that you consider like maybe like plotting, planning, or scheming to have kids at? Moneyed and matured. No age to it. That's not a number. Oh, okay. Money that matured. <laughs> All right. This is yeah, I think, when I, I say think matured, I mean you have, like, you've got some life experience. Man is up there now. I don't mm. know about that. A lot I of think, broke people. I think 30s, bro. I don't know about that. Hold on. Like, like, uh, a lot of broke people have kids, and they, their kids grow up to be, like, millionaires and shit. Like, it, sometimes they turn Wait, out. Wait, are you encouraging people to have kids when they're broke? I'm not encouraging mm, it. Mm, I'm not encouraging. Mm, I, I, mm, I, I. Or you're making. You're oh, get offense, you're validating. It's okay to have a child in your bro. Just in case it happens. Man, fuck this shit. I'm attacked back. What I'm attacking is unrealistic standards set by the society in terms of what isn't isn't acceptable for or the okay. family model. Like we okay. don't have to conform to mm, capitalistic fine. patriarchal norms, nigga. Yeah, but let's just. At the end of the day, you need money, dog. What you gonna raise that child with? Fuck that shit. Oh, we'll call it you know expensive what formula is, about? my nigga. <laughs> they cover that shit, probably. Yo, Sasa, what's happening? Seven hundred grand, a thousand. Dog, I could buy some sneakers with that. So Tanganese, so Tanganese, Tanganese with baby. That's evil. Tanganese with a baby. Oh, you think you're gonna hustle? You think you're gonna get the Sasa check? Yo, man. The child support. I'm from broke. Households, that's the truth. The best hustlers in the world. The best, yeah. the best hustlers. The best hustlers. If you need somebody who knows how to like 
like you know how to make shit work. Look, look, look for a nigga who comes from like yeah. disadvantaged situations. Yeah, whatever the situation. That's hood, what I'm bro. saying. That ain't cruel. Niggas be capitalizing on anything. Like yeah. niggas will just be sitting. Like niggas will just be sitting down out of yeah. nowhere. Nigga comes up with an idea of like, hey, fans. Man, get ready as a legend and raise up some shiny, shiny Like, where you get these ideas from? That's like this bro wants to rent out a generator. Who comes up with this stuff? From poverty, dog. Wait, no, that's not what I mean. That sounds that sounds crazy. I'm just trying to make my point that even if you're not a millionaire, you can still raise perfectly good kids. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying be a millionaire, but like be money, guys, please. What's money, dog? How much money is a lot of money? What? Now I'm saying have enough to raise a child. Wait, let me say this. Let me say it like this. Have enough to be comfortable with your child. Not struggle with mm. your child. Mm. Comfortable. I didn't say rich. I didn't say money. Comfortable. <laughs> comfortable. Some niggas will finesse that still. Nah, bruh. As long as it's not for formula, some, some food. Yeah, nappies. Yeah, and then when they get older, obviously school fees as well. You know what I mean? Like, gotta be flexible. That child gotta have medical aid. Come to three a.m. Now you're driving to like Addington and you're waiting in queues, bro. Like that child's (laughs) screaming. Yo, yay! And Addington is hectic. It is. It really is. Hectic. In Republic, it's hectic. Some clinics. Yeah. Most hospitals are... Like, hey, hectic is even the word. Bro, bro you at the ER, <laughs> a nigga chilling with a machete on the shoulder. <laughs> like, you see niggas drop in the... Yeah, <laughs> niggas just dies in front of you. <laughs> Next! Imagine your, imagine your kid, three years old, already seeing yeah. a body. Oh. Like, <laughs> then you get there, it's in the beds are full. Next thing you know, a pet opens up, they're rolling a nigga and they're rolling a nigga's body out of it. Yo. Like, next! <laughs> I was like, yo, that's dog. That's fucking dog. Okay, yeah. fine, I get the point. But wait. You gotta be old enough to let, afford let medical me, aid. But yeah. okay, yeah? <laughs> let me answer. I say 30s white is 30s. the best age to have a kid. Yeah, why 30? Because I feel like that's. That's the that's around the age where your career starts to make sense. Hmm. Like things in terms of you, like if you still discover, like yeah, no no offense to people who are still discovering themselves, but I feel like in your thirties, you need to have discovered some flows of income per se, <laughs> or things start making sense, and I feel like that'll give you enough time because like at least the baby will still be growing. Like, but then by the time it's like five, that's like when things get hectic, hectic, bro. Because like now you need to start looking at schools, uniform, mm. blah blah blah. So I'm saying like when it's still pre hmm? get the six pack, the series homeschool. Yes. Who's gonna teach the kid? I will. I'll teach them everything I know. <laughs> so you teach? <laughs> Yo, okay, child, will come out of school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, child gonna come up with like a scarf and a turban or some shit. That nigga would know if Yeah. With a baby. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my yeah. fuck. What have I just heard? MK make that child read encyclopedias. For every subject there's an encyclopedia. 
Read that shit. Like, yo, MK, MK, no offense, bro, but there's some things the kid has to learn out in the field as so well. Shooters, get shooters. Like, can't just nah, learn. here's my plot. Here's my plot. I thought about this. I had oh. I had, I had, had a close encounter recently. I thought about this. Like, if I had a kid, how would I raise him? And my answer came to, in terms of education, I, I'd homeschool them, but I'd also, like, get tutors for them. So the plot is... Like, in terms of, like, general knowledge and life, what's what, I can teach them certain things in terms of, like, my yeah, specialization definitely. or anything. But in terms of, like, mm. when it comes to his or her specific, like, desires, like, or talents or whatever, like, if the kid finds out that they want to study this or they want to know about this, I can just get motherfuckers to come to them. And then when it comes to, like, socialists and social skills, uh, put that motherfucker into clubs, like football clubs, other clubs, have the motherfucker like in the hood chilling. He'll be the he'll be the interesting cat. He'll you, yeah, you know, he'll figure shit out. <laughs> he'll figure shit out. <laughs> he'll be an interesting cat. Yo. He'll figure shit out. Okay. He might be a bit socially awkward in some situations, but he'll be That's he'll figure it out. Figure it out. It's okay. I'm socially awkward. Wanted, I live. It's okay. We deal with it. <laughs> yeah, it's but chilling. like, what if you, what if your child is like, yo, I want to get a job in sales. Mm. Now, how's he gonna know how to communicate with people? Oh, he's gonna learn. He's gonna learn. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna learn. I mean, obviously, he's gonna <laughs> learn, but like, it's gonna take even more time now. Uh, that's okay. That's a nice you know, with time, sales, you have to understand like. like People's like, oh, I don't know how they do it, bro. The no, but like, okay, no, I'm, I'm making, I'm, I'm clowning, but like, no, like, cause, cause the plot is, <laughs> stop. <laughs> like, if we're traveling and shit, right? Like, I'm gonna get us a van. We get us like a truck, like, like, like a bus. <gasps> a bus, <laughs> a bus, like a microbus, and we're gonna go from, 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 from province to province, just seeing people from all cultures and shit, and speaking to them. And I am sure that that act. Of going from place to place and learning how to speak people will compensate from anything you might miss from being in the same regular monotonous environment with a bunch of other children. Because yes, I understand you learn how to communicate with people at school, but you learn how to communicate them with them on like one specific level of like authority in school, na na, like I'm speaking like yeah, there's yeah. other ways to communicate with people, there's other ways to sell shit to people, you know? We're gonna find those, figure it out. So yeah, oh, I think I think what's the right age to have a kid? How old am I? I'm 22 right now. I'll say 22. Yeah. Okay. Now nah, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. Yo. Yo. <laughs> <That's Whoa. crazy. laughs> I'm bugging. Yo. Let me say. Yeah. 29. 29. I don't want to have a kid when I'm 30. I don't want to have a kid when I'm 30. 29. 29. 29 is a good age. Wait. How many kids y'all y'all niggas trying to have? Hey, three max, two, bro. Two. Two so Same. they don't get lonely. Like an yeah. only kid, dog. Only kid. Those motherfuckers don't even know how to share shit. I dated an only kid once. She would give me yeah. no sugar. If you know it's like, nah. <laughs> two is enough, dog. <laughs> three is negotiable. Three yeah, is yeah, negotiable. Yeah, yeah, see. Only if one of them is twins. Otherwise, there's no reason. <laughs> there's no... There's no... Three. Bro, then you get no some hands reason. while I cut. You get some hands or some dudes who are like, nah, me, I want 15 kids. I want a soccer team at home. Bro. Yeah, I heard a nigga say mm. that. I don't want that shit. I heard a nigga nah, say I love that. peace, bro. I love peace, dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah even me. Yo. Like, 
I, now you're buying a quantum. Seen. Now you're buying a quantum to compensate the two. <laughs> it just sounds like a lot of effort. Like even it doing really like does. paperwork for school and shit. Just sounds. If that's a whole full time job. Like like mm. I know being a parent is a full time job, but that's a full time job times. F- that's fourteen full time jobs. Fuck. Nah, okay. nah, I can't. Nah, I'm good, eh? I'm you have to make lazy. sure all fourteen of them are fed, schooled, headed to, headed in the right direction in terms of life. Yo, dog, that's that's a task. And the chances of that are slim. Yeah, like there'll be at least four doing a madness in there, bro. Yeah. And it might influence, like, huh? Nah, when I say right direction. I'm, when I say right direction, I mean you're doing something with your life. I don't mean like you become a crack addict and you don't do fuck all and you're begging the streets and shit. <laughs> when I say right direction, I mean when yeah. you, you know, you're starting to do shit for yourself. Yeah, I think when, when, whenever someone says right direction, I feel like teaching them how to not be self-destructive. I don't know, bro. I feel like I'm... I'm good. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm self-destructive. Yeah. Like, so they're on the journey yeah, to finding so, themselves, not on the journey of self-destruction. That's, exactly. Exactly. They must be confident in who they are, and that must, mustn't change depending on who's around. Let's say that they have to have it figured settings. out. Because that's impossible. Like, no one has yeah, it Yeah, that's impossible. Early yeah, like, I'm still navigating. Mm. Compass is swiveling. <laughs> yeah, you're navigating. <laughs> but then, I don't know. Yeah, we in the storm. But I don't know if anyone has anything else to say there. Nah, I'm good, man. Alright, then Lungelo, introduce topic number two, sure. please, brother. Hey. So, for the last topic of this season... Would you ever raise another man's kids? <laughs> Ooh, this is well fitting. I say oh, we end this with some man. violence. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, end on a high note. Are you ready, kids? Shoot. Okay, let's be honest here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have honest chats now. Fuck what anybody else is going to yeah. say. Fuck what anybody else is going to say about this. Let's just be 100% honest. Oh, where's your head at with this topic? Bro, I'm not raising no niggas other fucking <laughs> No, wait. But, but let, me, let me break it down, though, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I was saying, in all seriousness, I ain't doing it, bro. First of all, like, I feel like with the type of people, like, when you're building something as a guy, you don't want to leave it to another dude's kids, bro. You want to leave a legacy, your bloodline, mm. some, you know, you want to leave, like, some sort in, of stamp no. after you're gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then leaving that that maturity wave aside... The immature side of it is, bro, I'm not, there's no, there's no way I'm wifing up this hun while she has a whole other dude that's the father of the, because, you, you know, as 
Bro, them kids and that nigga are always gonna come. They always gonna be coming into the crib. It's by force. Yeah. By force. There's nothing you can do. And all, yeah, let me just speak. Let me yeah, speak, and then yeah. we'll, we'll we'll give. We'll let me land. So that that's one thing. And then secondly, you won't be able to raise these kids in the way that you want to raise these kids because now there's two dads essentially, bro. Like you trying to raise them, and he's saying, "Nah, B, you should do this." Da, 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 da. And then now it's like it's an authority war on these kids, and it's like you can't do shit. You can't even discipline them because they're not your kids, first of all, and you can't even do anything. Like you can't. Like that's why I just I don't I don't like the whole idea. And then also, man can come shank up your girl anytime. There's this nostalgic feelings, bro. <laughs> Because once, once a man takes a hun's womb, that's sacred, bro. And he's going to have access there. Bruh, I don't, I don't know what nigga... If you... Bro, I think so. I think if I have a, ki- if I have a kid with the hun, I can go smash if I try. Like, essentially. That's what I feel like. So, I'm saying it as well, bro. Because, like, it's going to bring back memories. And it's going to always take her back to a spot when things were good but yeah someone else speak i'm getting tired and angry <laughs> no i want you to <laughs> i thought you were gonna go with the next no okay you want to digest okay okay that's cool but um yo raising another man's yeah. kids <laughs> that's tricky though let's be honest let's be yeah honest yeah i'm kids. being yeah i'm trying to be i'm <laughs> trying to be very very honest i'm not trying to sugarcoat anything um mm. this is very tricky cuz yeah man it's just really tricky mm. like uh, heads up we had this discussion yesterday and yeah. yeah, we had a discussion yesterday, and what I said was, it's raising another child's kids, it's just, there would have to be, not saying that I would, I'm not answering the question yet, but I'm just giving a general answer to this. If you were to raise another man's kids, then there would have to be some sort of established system between the parents, the original parents. So if they've decided that their relationship is purely just uh, co-parenting, they're able to be mature enough to say to speak on matters relating to the child. So maybe it's a matter of um, maybe I'll keep the kids on, on weekdays and then when it's weekends, they go to their dad and then they come back again for the weekday. So I feel like mm-hmm. when there's that sort of healthy relationship established, only then can you assert yourself to that situation and then try to see if that will work. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. If baby mama and baby mm-hmm. daddy have this toxic back and forth going on, imagine not putting yourself in the mix. Hey. Imagine hey. not putting yourself on the mix. Like, now, now everything is just messy. Because now there's this, 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 this. Now, baby daddy's tripping over you being in the picture, 
and they tripping over the kids because he's not pulling up his socks. Now you trying to like, now suddenly it's like, because mm. let's be real. If you're going to date someone with kids, you're not just going to take that person alone. You're going to take that person with the kids. You know, they don't, they, it's the a package. Dad. It's a package. You take, you take yeah, all of them. The yeah. Yeah. And the dad. So it's like, <laughs> if you take the pair, if you take the mom and then maybe you're trying to compensate for where the dad is lacking. Now he's catching feelings. Like he's getting angry. He's like, nah, listen, why is this go. man trying to raise my kids? Like, why is he trying to do things for my kids? Like, nah, bro, like you need to back up. Yeah. Now there's this unnecessary conflict going on between the, the three of you. And it's so useless if you're going to be the one trying to play peacemaker if the both of them are not trying to work out what type of relationship they're going exactly. to have. You know what I mean? If they're always going to be going mm. back and forth, if the guy is always going to have the issue and you cannot speak to him, and if she cannot speak to him, then when is there ever going to be peace? You know? There's never going to be Even peace. if she's the one who doesn't yeah, know so how to be know. the bigger person and she's just stooping lower, he's going lower, she's going lower, he's going lower, it's going to take a toll on you as well. Because now it's getting very, it's, 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 it's very, it's tiring in a sense. It's emotionally draining. It's, yeah. it's taxing to your mental health as well. Because now you're like, shit, bro. Like, I have to deal with three people, her, her kids, and her man. So, just so, bro, so. And I've even seen, I've even seen a situation where the guy was chilled with the dad and they were like bras. And then the mom had an issue with it. So it's like. Yeah. The situation's always lose lose, bro. Mm. Like, so that's what I'm saying. It's always a, so that's what I'm saying. At like, least in my opinion. Like, so the viewers out there, if you feel like obviously you you you'd want to step in, obviously, and be like the step step that, then by all means you can do it, bro. <laughs> like, who are we to say? Who are we to like? <laughs> no, like honestly, who are we to say? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Blocking. Who are we to block your blessings? Like, if you feel like your soulmate has a child and you're willing to go through the repercussions <laughs> of you know, the decision you made, then by all means do it. And I say repercussions because there are very heavy responsibilities with that yeah, decision. They are. But I do not discourage it. I feel like do whatever you need to do. But on a personal level, to answer if I would raise another man's kids, I would not. Personally, it's a no. I wouldn't. The responsibility is far too great. And now, I just... You know, the mo the people who initiate divorce in SA the most is women. It's like 50, 50 something, 50 something percent. And only, I think only like 13 or 14 percent of men, no, 34 percent of men initiate divorce. So like, I'm just saying like, because you know, divorce is in favor for women. Like they have incentives to do divorce because they'll still get paid after you guys separate, they'll be like, they get an even bigger bag. So I'm just saying like for gents out there, if you do find yourself coming into this type of situation, do not adopt the kids because if you adopt them, then you you're applicable for step, step daughter or stepson alimony and child support. Yeah. So then, essentially, you'll be paying child support for someone else's kids, <laughs> kids that ain't even yours after, after you go. So, I'm just saying, like, yo, you, well, I can on love that you, note, it on doesn't that need note, to be on paper. On that note, <laughs> on that note mm. would you niggas ever sign a prenup? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm definitely doing that. It depends, that too. though. It depends, though. What do you mean? Depends on what? Oh, you want me to answer? Yeah, it depends on what? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I was just going to say, it depends, though, because you never know. Because um, also, signing a prenup, yeah, it's, it's a nice safety net and whatnot. But then it also puts some negative emotions on your marriage and on the situation. And you can tell, like, it plays on Hans' minds, bro. Because no, let's be real, Hans, Hans smoked the bag. No, fuck all that. <laughs> uh, we got engaged. Yeah. I paid Lobola. Why are you now being insecure about the fact that I wanted a prenup? If I wasn't so sure that exactly. I wanted to marry you, I wouldn't have done it in the first place. So why is a paper, a piece of paper that says I get to keep mm. my shit, raise insecurities? Yeah, I agree with you, but I'm just saying that in in the perspective of women, because yeah. women, no, let's be real, they love the bag, probably. Like, they love the bag, bro. They love the bag. Like, I sometimes I see people get married and I don't even know if, like, yo, is this woman coming here for the nigger or for the bag? Like, you can't even tell. And that's what's so sad sometimes about people it. Just so get, it's like, sometimes niggas just get, like, sometimes, like, people are so close. Or, like, maybe they have, like, this fuck buddy where just, like, they smash. You know, they get along and stuff like that. Mm. Then they end up having a baby. And it's like, hey, dog, might as well. You know what I mean? Like, we get along. Not saying we love, but, like, mm. we get along. We can raise a child together, so get married. Hey, bro, that shit's crazy. If it works, if it works, hey, it it works. But yeah, I don't know. I have, I have. That's why I have so many issues with this because I have such like a serious standpoint when it comes to raising a kid, bro. And I truly believe if it's another nigga's kids, it's gonna be different. It's always going to be different. Like, it's not going to be... Like, you niggas saying, like, yeah, nah, they'll be my kids. Like, ah, bruh, I don't know, man. <laughs> okay, but... Okay, let's let... I'm going to let you speak then, because maybe I'm just wiling out. Because you wanted to say something mm-hmm. just now. <laughs> okay. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if she here for love, she'll sign. If she's here for love, she'll sign. If she's not here for the bag, then yeah. Yeah. Bro, do you know women? When they pissed off, the only thing you walk out with is a gym bag with your clothes and a roll-on and some slops. <laughs> the couch, TV, microwave, stove, all that. That's hers. Especially Thanks. if you guys have a child. Shit. Even worse, man. They're taking everything. Oh, my God. Them kids are mm. taking your TV. Bro. You're going to move into a back room somewhere and somewhere to... With Timbisa, with the oh. bag, and you're trying to rebuild your life. Yo. <laughs> Yo, let me, I just want to say, like, raising, 
Because I'm serious about kids and I would like my own bloodline. So that's why I'm saying if I took on a, a, a woman who already has kids or a kid, it's like the what's going to happen to that kid the moment me and her, me and his mom decide to have kids of my own and then I start treating them differently from him? Like, that's what I'm trying to get at. Because I'll... Like, yeah, you, you let the little nigga grow on you and shit, but then... It won't be the same effect as someone birthing like your actual kid, bro. Like, like, cause imagine the kid seeing that moment and that look in your eye, like, yo, my kid's born, and then he's on the side. It's like, yo, that's why I say, like, H, I don't know, I, excusing baby daddy and whatever. Like, I don't, I, I personally don't think I can do it, bro. Because the question is, would I do it? Like, yeah, it, it. I'm not denying that it doesn't work and some people don't make it work. But, like, yeah, man, I'm, shit's crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I got for you. Lungelo, what's happening? Hey, man. Did Lungelo say yes or no? <laughs> Me? Oh, yeah, I said nah. But it really depends on the situation, the scenario. I love how he kissed it. If you have enough love in your heart. I was like, ah, this nigga's crazy. Because uh-huh. <laughs> now it makes us look like we heartless bastards. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Aye, bro. Issue. <laughs> Damn. Raising other man's kids, bro. Yeah, it's been a good ride. Raising Aiden and Jaden. <laughs> good luck. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> Ethan and Jaden. Fuck out of here. Yo, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Betsy and Lynette. Peace. Oh, peace. <laughs>